Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident hempo sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal activist and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition, one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I am your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, entering its 29th year speaking flower to power and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing also found at hempfest.org. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is veteran journalist and media professional Ricardo Baca, who will join me in about 30 seconds. Full-service communications firm Grasslands, a journalism-minded agency, has launched Destigmatized, an Instagram TV docuseries documenting America's ever-transforming relationship with the cannabis plant. The docuseries will feature more than 120 episodes, with each short documentary capturing an individual story about how cannabis has improved their life. Ricardo Baca, CEO and founder of Grasslands, is a 20-year veteran journalist, keynote speaker, TED veteran, and thought leader in modern media and drug policy circles. Ricardo served as the Denver Post's first-ever marijuana editor and founded News Vertical, The Cannabist, where he extensively covered the advent of adult-use cannabis and related issues across the country and around the world, as seen in the feature Netflix documentary, Rolling Papers. Ricardo is with me today to talk about his new project, Destigmatized. Welcome, Ricardo, to Cannabis Radio. Vivian, thank you so much for having me on, man. It's, it's an honor. Oh, it's it's mutual, uh, Ricardo. I want to dive into the Destigmatized series, but before we begin, I'd like to ask you to describe how you personally were introduced to cannabis. How and when did the plant enter your life? Yeah, you know, it, it's wild because it took cannabis and I, and I a while to actually find where we could connect and, and find a meaningful meeting place. Uh, 
uh, for a long time, I just didn't consume cannabis because it was primarily available only in smokable form. And, you know, my light, my lungs have always been very sensitive uh, to pretty much anything. And so I just assumed that this was not my substance uh, because I could not consume it successfully until um, early 2013. Um, you know, so this came after uh, Colorado and Washington both voted, voted to legalize recreationally. And I had a buddy uh, who saw that I was just passing the joint around the circle and not consuming. Uh, and he offered me an edible. And uh, when I, when I declined that, just because my previous uh, experiences with edibles were all over the map, he kind of told me uh, about the state regulated marketplace and told me that the state of Colorado's health department was kind of peeking into uh, the consistency of these edibles. And they were more uh, consistent, repeatable experiences uh, than if your buddy was making some pot brownies. And so that really was my introduction to learning to understand and enjoy the cannabis plant. And that was pretty recently, early 2013. Welcome to the culture. <laughs> Your new series, Destigmatized, highlights cannabis consumers from all walks of life and examines how cannabis has impacted them directly with deeply personal stories. Why did you feel it important to address the societal stigma on cannabis and examine the lives of people who use it? Why this documentary series now? Well, you know, I think you and I both have seen the most powerful and sweeping changes in drug policy reform have absolutely been a result of people sharing their stories and being heard. And especially in absence of concrete data coming from clinical trials and double-blind placebo-controlled studies, you know, we need these compelling, uh, believable testimonials from people about how this is improving their lives. And, you know, we saw how quickly that transformed medical communities into adult use and, you know, deep South, deeply conservative communities across the country and world into medical communities, which then positioned them for greater growth. And so I, I certainly was a journalist back in the day watching some of these people testify in front of the Denver City Council or the Colorado State Legislature. And I would see tears in legislators' eyes from red districts as they started to learn how this plant medicine can help people. And and so I, I, I absolutely understand that reform happens when we share our stories because these, share, these shared stories are so compelling in so many cases. And so even so, um, we've made a lot of progress. Of course, anybody listening knows that there is so much more progress to be made. And uh, I just, uh, you know, our agency Grasslands, we do public relations and thought leadership and marketing for, for brands and cannabis and hemp and biotech and beyond. You know, since we are, um, of course, in a very social media centric era, we just thought it would be great to come up with some sort of a docu-series that would share these stories. And so we found the right partners. Uh, we invested a lot of time and money into this, especially for a small business. And it's been one of the best things that we've ever done because, you know, sure, there is a light self-promotional aspect to these um, videos. They are produced and made and distributed by Grasslands, my agency. But 
most importantly, uh, these are just sharing stories that needed to be shared. Um, you know, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s telling um, about how they use this plant, uh, both medically and recreationally. And I think all of these stories are equally important, whether it's one of my coworkers, uh, Amanda Lowell, our PR manager, telling about how um, she uses it to relax at the end of a long day and it enhances her intake of Bravo television shows or the gentleman who uh, consumes it to help with his COPD or the young woman who uses cannabis suppositories, uh, you know, to treat her dysmenorrhea uh, or her extreme menstrual cramps. I mean, all of these stories are important and we just wanted to help people they tell them in the hopes that others hear them uh, start to change their minds and maybe think about consuming cannabis or other substances for the things that they normally use for, uh, you know, use prescription medicine for. Um, I think the more we can get away from that, the better. And of course, this is just about opening minds. You know, I think that's so important because one of the ways that prohibition has been justified and marketed throughout the ages is through a deliberate process of dehumanizing the culture, you know, labeling us stoners, druggies, criminals. And so it's so important to highlight these stories of real people and their use of cannabis in the process of confronting and counteracting these almost totally false narratives. Uh, and, and in that and, and in that vein, Destigmatized, Destigmatized was launched on Veterans Day with an interview from Canna America CEO and Marine Corps veteran Dan Anglin. Why did you choose Veterans Day for the launch and decide to start the series with the story of a veteran? You know, the, the, the issue of veterans' rights to cannabis in this country right now, as you know, Vivian, is so broken. And, and it's very near and dear to our hearts because at our PR agency, we've repped a number of veteran-owned and veteran-led companies. Um, my, I, I have my father, many other members of my family were veterans and we have tremendous respect for them. So one part of it was the production cycle was coming up and we were ready to debut this. And we looked at the calendar and, and sure enough, Veterans Day was happening in the next couple of weeks. And we targeted that with Dan's video. Um, and Dan is a former client of ours too. He's a dear friend to the Grasslands family. We helped him tell his story of being a Marine uh, and now how he suffers as a Marine veteran uh, about not only from access to the plant, um, but in so many other ways. Um, and, and, and we loved listening to him tell those stories on Fox News Channel or Cheddar or to Now This. And so it was great to have him tell that story to us after we set him up with so many other opportunities to tell the story to a much larger so I just think this is one of those things that um, we should have figured out years ago. Um, and, and frankly, veterans' uh, lack of access to medical cannabis, lack of access through the VA system to it's prescribe shameful. cannabis, it is absolutely shameful. And we wanted to highlight that situation in hopes of maybe, you know, starting to change that conversation. Yeah, my dad, uh, my dad was a vet as well, and I just think it's, it's so commendable because. Uh, as we work for racial and gender equity uh, in, the, in this new industry, uh, the veterans really need to have a major role in that as well. Um, back to Destigmatized here, while it can be viewed in other places, uh, it's an Instagram TV docuseries with a dozen episodes of the project already live at the Grasslands Instagram page, which is at Grasslands Agency 
all one word, decide to present the series on Instagram as opposed to more traditional media? You know, it was more just as a trial balloon. Uh, because we are media professionals, you know, I wrote for daily newspapers for 20 plus years. And, you know, within the organization, our content team alone has 65 years of, of mainstream media experience. You know, our chief of staff was the managing editor at Men's Health. Our content director was the lead cannabis staff writer at the Chicago Sun-Times. And so, um, you know, we all have this main experience. And I thought it might be fun to test this new medium of Instagram TV. And we know also from being entertainment junkies that, you know, this era that we're entering is legitimately a renaissance for entertainment and for content because you have, you know, Disney creating its own streaming profile and Hulu and Netflix becoming bigger. And of course, Apple and Facebook now creating brand new streaming uh, services that didn't exist a year ago. And so Instagram is, of course, a part of that conversation. And, and consumers of media are becoming more accustomed to actually seeing media, seeing recurring episodic television on the small screen on Instagram TV. So we just wanted to play with that as a format. And plus, of course, you know, it's, it, it hopefully it helps um, create more awareness of our general Instagram audience. But right now, this is uh, airing every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And, and it's been a lot of fun. And if I had it to do over again, I would absolutely do it the same way. Now we're just figuring out ways to kind of repurpose purpose this content and we have some larger films that will be a part of this as well and it looks like we'll be debuting those with some certain media partners over the next three or four months and so that's exciting too because these these destigmatized series uh, each episode is between 45 seconds and two and a half minutes and these longer form documentaries which will involve multiple interviews those will be more between seven and 15 minutes so a little bit more traditional and we'll de debut in those uh, those in different channels as well we are uh, approaching our first break but quickly what do you most want viewers to take away from the project I would just love for people to watch these with an open mind, watch them with a mind toward um, the question, cannabis, can cannabis help me or someone I love? And chances are that answer will be yes. And I'm not one of the ad advocates who will say that cannabis is for everyone because I think we've learned that it's not for everyone, but it is for a lot of people. And we know many of those people, even if we aren't those people. And that's what would make me so happy is if we could introduce some people to the plant who might be afraid of it because of past stigma. Right. Um, you know, cannabis is not for everybody, but freedom of choice is. Um, I am talking to Ricardo Baca, and we are going to take a quick break and come back with a second segment. So don't you go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold. 
old, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Ricardo Baca talking about Destigmatized, the Instagram docu-series. Uh, Ricardo, Destigmatized includes a young woman, as you mentioned, who uses cannabis suppositories to treat her dysmenorrhea or severe period cramps, as well as a woman who uses cannabis to treat the symptoms from chronic arthritis in her hips. It must be very fulfilling to be able to give a voice to ordinary or regular who are using cannabis to courageously overcome the adversity in their lives. How has making the docuseries impacted you personally as a human being? You know, on one front, and I, and I, and I, I would, would be curious if you feel the same way about this, Vivian, but on one front, I'm just kind of amazed that I could go through two straight days of filming nonstop, back to back, having all of these folks through our offices to tell their stories and recognizing that even after those grueling days going through post-production, I cannot get enough of these stories. On the personal front, I, I'm learning that I cannot hear enough of the stories about how cannabis improves people's lives from the medical to the, you know, just letting loose at the end of the day. I am infinitely curious about the many ways people benefit from this plant. And every time I talk to somebody new about specifically that conversation, I always learn something I never heard before. And and I find that to be so incredibly compelling and also just terrifically exciting because to me, of course, this conversation is about cannabis and, uh, you know, and, and legalizing it and increasing access. But, but I've always believed too that cannabis is, of course, just the first dominant 
domino. And this is allowing a conversation about greater progressive drug policy reform. And, and it's leading to conversations of psilocybin decriminalization in Denver and Northern California and many other communities and increased funding for psychedelic studies. And, you know, it, it's just so incredibly intoxicating in a way to hear people tell these stories, especially because um, this plant has undeniably transformed their lives and other plants are about to have their moments in the sun too. And it just makes me uh, so proud to, to be a, a small part of, of these stories being heard out in the mainstream. You know, I, I really resonate uh, with, with what you just said, that, that it's amazing that this is kind of – that cannabis has kind of opened up a dialogue where we're taking a, another look at just general drug policy uh, and criminal justice issues in general uh, and also kind of a second look at our, our, our reliance on pharmaceutical drugs um, and the kind of cost-benefit analysis of how that's been playing out. Um, you know, I, I want you to know that I watched several episodes of Destigmatized, and the people sharing their stories and experiences are, are you know, I don't mean to, to, to minimize them all, but they're just normal, average, average, everyday Americans. They're mainstream Americans. Is one of the goals of the project to counteract the kind of nagging old 1960s cultural associations and stereotypes that have been exploited by prohibitionists that have been dogging uh, the, the culture for decades? Massively. And, you know, Vivian, going back to my introduction to the world of modern uh, marijuana, which is 2013, getting the job of marijuana editor at the Denver Post, where I created that site you mentioned, The Cannabis, you know, my number one goal with that was wanting to spread quality information and wanting to not spread the misinformation that had been spread so long by the mainstream media because I understand it. I mean, I went to J school and in journalism school, they teach you that there are certain sources that are unimpeachable. And among those unimpeachable sources are oftentimes, you know, the government regulators who a journalist has to really rely on to uh, to trust them, to know that we are getting uh, the truth because of their position in this regulatory body. Uh, and, 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 of course, the mainstream media was a big part of spreading the federal government and other governments' uh, propaganda. And I wanted to break that cycle. And so now, as I've transitioned from being a journalist more into a member of this industry, um, you know, certainly it was, it was a big part of it to help uh, prove wrong a lot of these theories that the prohibitionists have been successfully spreading for more than 80 years. Uh, it, it, it's one of my goals in general in life is to spread good information and to quash out misinformation, whether it's pro or anti the plant. I just think misinformation is dangerous. And so that was a huge uh, inspiration for doing this project. Yeah, I mean, you know, we are in the misinformation age, unfortunately, and uh, the way we fight back is with the truth and with facts. Uh, what's been the reception to destigmatize so far? The reception has been really encouraging. 
you know, I'm not going to come out and say that we're breaking uh, records on our Instagram channel, uh, but it has been very, very encouraging from the perspective that it's getting seen. Uh, people are responding to it, um, you know, uh, uh, on social media, which, you know, we, we have a social media program at Grasslands and uh, arguably the most important metric on any of these channels is engagement. And of course, there's varying types of engagement and this engagement for this series has been so encouraging. Um, I, I've been very, very happy because people are commenting at something the subject says, you know, a minute and a half, two and a half minutes in. And if we know anything about the modern attention, attention span, uh, that's substantive. So I'm really thankful for that. And as I said earlier, I'm, I'm confident we're going to find ways to repurpose these stories um, and make them more shareable, make them more findable from a SEO perspective, which we're already in the process of doing uh, in the hopes that more people can actually see these stories, more people can learn from these brave individuals who are standing up and telling these stories in 2019, 2020. Do you feel like um, like you're trailblazing by by doing this a, a mini documentary series and and you know featuring it on Instagram that you're kind of you're kind of taking a kind of cutting edge approach, which is a little bit out of the uh, standard media playbook. You know, it's fun to try something different, but honestly, you know, um, people like you, Vivian, are the true trailblazers. And <laughs> and honestly, what you've done over the last 30, 40 years and what people like you and Steve D'Angelo and the longtime freedom fighters have done, as well as your predecessors, have really positioned us in a place where we can actually get 40, 50 people to come on camera and tell these intensely personal stories. Um, and, and, and that's just not possible without the immense amounts of work that you and your colleagues have done at the Fest and, and beyond. Uh, well, thank you. That's, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm so honored and, and I've, I've had the, uh, the amazing opportunity to work with our beautiful culture and movement, uh, with, you know, and with folks like you included, we're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come back for the final segment. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. 
Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with our final questions for Ricardo Baca. So, Destigmatized runs on your uh, Grasslands Instagram TV channel. Where else can folks uh, check it out? You know, it also runs on the Grasslands Facebook page and the Grasslands LinkedIn page because uh, we're just trying to maximize the exposure this first time around. And then, as I said, we're going to spread it out further. And it's great seeing how the engagement differs because arguably we have a younger following on Insta and an older following, a more professional following on LinkedIn. Um, and people get different things out of it on every channel. Um, and that's where we're at now. As I mentioned, we do have these three longer uh, documentaries that'll be, you know, 10, 15 minutes a piece. And we already have one media outlet partner who helped, who wants to help us debut that. And that's been really, really exciting. So that'll be a world premiere with them. We also have a film festival partner uh, that wants to help us premiere one of the other ones. And so that's been exciting, too, just thinking about premiering one of our short documentaries part of a shorts package at the Denver International or something like that. And so we're just trying to maximize people seeing it because we know the more people hear these stories, that's really where you change hearts and minds. And I think one thing, one dangerous pitfall, and I'd be curious your take on this too, Vivian, but I think that too many folks in the cannabis industry think this battle is over. They think this conversation is finished when really it's just begun. And seeing this sweeping reform happen in the last six years has been thrilling and exciting and necessary. But really, there's so much more ahead. And and, and would you agree with that, that we we need to keep pushing and telling these stories? You are singing my song, my brother. Um, yes, oh, we have God. made amazing advancements, uh, but cannabis is still federally legal and all this stuff could disappear in a heartbeat. It's, it's not safe and secure, the advancements that we've made. Ricardo, while we still have uh, a few moments, uh, is there anything that you would like to add uh, that you want our listeners to know about your project that we may have not covered yet? Yeah. Oh, without question. You know, it, I think this entire project comes down, comes down to, to just a simple act of sharing. And so I, I would very much encourage some folks to check it out. I mean, you could find it at, at Grassland Agency on Instagram. Um, you know, give a couple of them a watch. And if you see something, please share it because these people are sharing their stories with you. So maybe share that. And way more importantly, you know, we all have these important, compelling, um, almost you know, unexpected stories in our own uh, life histories. And, and I can't express the power of sharing those stories enough um, because as we've said, this is how you create change at city council and the state ledge as well as in the U S Congress. But 
even if you're talking to your aunt, even if you're talking to your friend, uh, making sure that they know uh, and are familiar with the myriad ways that cannabis improves your life. These are important stories to share. So if nothing else, I hope that this conversation as well as Instagram uh, docu-series leaves people feeling more empowered to share their own personal stories because that is how we keep this conversation moving forward. We need to ramp it up. When you win a battle, you don't retreat, you advance because uh, we haven't won the war. Uh, our time is up, uh, Ricardo. The, the documentary, uh, the docu-series Destigmatized Documents America's Ever-Evolving Relationship with Cannabis. It runs three days a week on the Grasslands Instagram TV channel. Ricardo Baca, thank you so much for being on Hempresent, man. Thank you, Vivian. It's, it's an honor uh, talking with you for the first time, and I look forward to meeting you hopefully in the next year. Okay, we'll see you at Hempfest. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature for Hempresent on CanvasRadio.com. That is the quote of the week, and here it is. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. Those are the immortal words of... Plato. That concludes this installment of Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special Hempo sapien on a journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. So find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, toke it easy. The Hammersent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro, because I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.